And this morning in our Get Up and Go, we're talking to a lady that is said to be obsessed with aesthetic medicine and it's made her a global hit among international medical experts. Her name is Dr. Anjana Bana and she joins us on the line. A very good morning to you, Doctor. Good morning, Kanye. How are you doing? I'm very well. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much for being with us here on SAFM. Dr. Banner, before we get into the work that you do with aesthetic medicine, let's just start by asking you a question we ask all our get up and go guests. What is your get up and go routine? What gets you up and going every morning? Well, uh, my husband's alarm is <laughs> one thing that gets me up and going. And uh, the fact that um, I have to get up and go and make sure my little girl isn't late for school. Mm-hmm. So that's what gets you up and going? Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, Dr. Bana, you are in aesthetic medicine. And before we get into that, tell us more about how you got into the medical field. Did you always want to be a doctor from the time you were a, a young child? You know, actually, in, in grade one, I think a lot of kids have that dream that they want to be a doctor. So that was one of my dreams and then when I got to we still used to call them standards when I was in school in standard eight I actually went to a dentist and Mm. I had a procedure done and I thought geez I'd love to do this and that's where I started with dentistry and um, I applied and I was very very lucky to get in I was very happy to get in so my journey started actually um, with dentistry it was a very tough five and a half years, you know, um, I think people who who do who study it will know there's a lot of emotions, a lot of hard work, and um, that's how I got into the medical field as a dentist. I'm actually a cosmetic dentist. Now, cosmetic dentistry, uh, I suppose, is a very specialized uh, field uh, beyond and above uh, being a, a just an ordinary dentist, if I may put it that way. Um, You know, in a way, yes. You know, there's no speciality that says, you know, you're a cosmetic dentist. You could be a dentist just interested in cosmetics, but as a dentist, you have to, like, work your way through being a general dentist. And then if you you have that special interest in doing aesthetic medicine uh, or cosmetic dentistry, then you just have to study as much as you can further to... To concentrate on your on your passion. So currently, my passion is aesthetic medicine. So from dentistry, I do very little. You know, just the bleaching, um, like preventative care, mm-hmm. and uh, and then my main focus now is on aesthetic medicine. Now, you are in the medical field as well as in the beauty field. Uh, how are you able to 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 be in both fields and merge the two? Um, well, luckily, because of aesthetic medicine, um, you know, I've I've been uh, like since I was fifteen, I wanted to to um, do these sort of things. Uh, there's, uh, you know, there's such a long story as how I got into it, but it, there is a balance. And I think the important thing to remember for all of us, um, all of us in aesthetic medicine, is that it, it is beauty in a way. And I think a lot of our practices do have some beauty aspects to, you know, medifacials and, you know, people have their add-ons. But we have to remember that um, at the end, like, you know, the person that we're treating is not a client, it's a patient. And then we uh, we have to employ all those ethical rules when we're treating this person and whatever they come to us, whatever concerns. So, in a way, we beautify them or we um, 
help them, but we use medical methods doing that. You know, we use uh, antilinkal injections, fillers, mm-hmm. uh, medical grade chemical peel. So we have to remember, yes, it is beauty, but it's actually it's actually medicine. It's such a difficult uh, field. You have to, it, it honestly is very difficult to manage that because mm-hmm. um, because p- people forget that. You know, they think it's glamorous and fun and all of that. So they think it is beauty, but in a way, it's it's also medicine, and it comes with its risks and rewards. Mm. Now, you speak quite extensively in different um, uh, platforms around the world on aesthetic medicine. And uh, relatively speaking, where are we as South Africa as far as this field is is, is concerned? I mean, do we also have a lot to share as, as we do as much to learn, you know, from other medical professionals? You know, I must say when I go um, overseas, I feel so proud of how uh, knowledgeable and uh, besides that how well and like practically skilled South African doctors are we have a lot to share of course there's a lot to to learn you know different countries have different ways of of working and have different rules uh, some are more conservative than others so but um, as South Africans we weigh up there in terms of skills and uh, knowledge even though we in terms of aesthetic medicine like a small a market. Uh, we're very, very experienced. There's uh, South Africans out there going to speak, international trainers. So it's, I'm, I'm quite proud when um, you sit in, you know, one of the audience even at these things or if I'm on the panel and you just, because you, you know from your colleagues, mm. you know, their knowledge level. So I'm so proud that we, we generally do know what, we, what we're doing out there as South Africans. Now, how would you advise someone who would like to get into the medicine and beauty field uh, and, and also follow in your footsteps? So, initially, if you'd like to do aesthetic medicine as I do it, you'd have to study uh, dentistry or medicine first. So, you'd have to have uh, some sort of medical qualification. Uh, when I was, you'd have to get, you know, when I started, you'd have, to get, you'd have to get straight into medicine or dentistry. But now they've got a a program called GEMP, and where um, if you cannot get in in your first year, the first three years you do um, like a, a degree that is you know aiming to get you into medicine, and then in your third year you can actually um, get in. And after that is to there are formal courses. There is one formal course in aesthetic medicine that are quite nice to do, especially if you're a beginner. In aesthetic medicine, it's through the FPD, and you'd have to, in, in any field, I think, you'd have to constantly go for courses, hands-on courses, practical courses, read as many journals as you can in aesthetic medicine. Just to, because, you know, I find that a lot of people who do want to start are scared. They'll go on so many courses, but then they wouldn't start. So I'd say maybe get yourself a mentor, um, or, or you know, start start small, but it is it is um, it is like a sort of a mind thing mm-hmm. that you have to like a mental challenge that you have to get over, so you get over your fear when you start to practice. So it does take quite a long time to get to this point in aesthetic medicine. But um, if you say it's not your path, so not your path to do medicine or dentistry, there's many somatologists or beauty therapists or aesthetic therapists that work with doctors 
uh, doing some of these treatments under them. So you could also consider going through um, a somatology or beauty therapist school and doing the full degree. And they've actually got a special course for um, somatologists who want to um, get involved in aesthetic medicine. So that is the other option. Now, what would you say um, also motivates you to, to, to do better? Because you are somebody that is very ambitious. You know, you're out there, you're doing your work, and you're not just doing your work, but you're being influential in your industry as well. Wow. <laughs> well, I think, um, I don't know, internally, I, since I was little, I've always had that drive to be the best at what I do. So I think that that and determination just to be the best at and what I do and um, drives me, and I absolutely love aesthetic medicine, as well as my family. You know, my family motivates me. Um, and, um, you know, when you get down to it, that's also why um, I do it. Don't do, you know, I show my little one that, you know, if you, you've got that grit and determination and you love what you do, you can make the success of it. If you love what you do, you can make a success of it. And they say that once you discover your passion and a calling, you will never work a day in your life because your work will actually be a labor, a labor of love. I guess so. I do still find it hard work sometimes. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and, and what would you say, um, you know, leadership means to you, you know, being a leader? You know, I think sometimes people are just uh, natural natural leaders. Um, it's quite a difficult question what leadership means to me. So I think, you know, without effort, trying to uh, motivate and influence others in a positive way, I think that's what a, a good leader uh, would do, um, you know, quite simply. So that's that would be my answer for that. Mm. And do you see yourself as a leader? Oh, I try. <laughs> that's quite a... I, I think I am. <laughs> it feels that way sometimes. I do often find that people uh, look to me for guidance. So it's... I'm, I, I feel quite odd saying, yes, I'm a leader, but I I think I am. <laughs> I know sometimes it's hard, you know, to... to it's to, hard to, to, like, say, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not a... I'm, I'm, it's very difficult to speak about myself like that, but it feels that way. It does feel mm, that way. <laughs> yeah. mm. And in terms of uh, Women's Month, I mean, August is always, you know, the time where we shine the spotlight on, on women and women in different fields and the work that they do, mm-hmm. but also over and above that, you know, we look at women-related issues, be it from the professional front or from, you know, the personal front. To you, what does Women's Month mean to you? Well, I think it's it's actually a great time to reflect on achievements, but also um, the challenges that women face. So, it, uh, you know, it, it shouldn't be that way. It should be every month, but this is reality and um, that at least there is a month where where there is a, there's a chance for a woman to recognize um, each other's achievements, but also become aware of of um, all the challenges they face. Even though throughout the year, women are working hard, and some I, I suppose, but this is with any I think holiday or with any sort of um, special day. I think there are aspects that have been um, overly commercialized. And what I'd like, I think, but this is, I suppose, going forward in the future, that 
uh, women achieving things and women being, you know, at the top of their field, it, it should be the new normal. It shouldn't be anything out of the ordinary. But um, there are so many challenges that women face that it, you, you have to put aside time to recognize and celebrate their achievements. And in more than anything for you, what is the one thing that you still want to achieve that's still in your bucket list? Mm, I think one, one. well, you know, in the new fu- future, one of the things I'd like to achieve is to um, bring some international doctors here for, uh, for an event, like a training event um, in terms of aesthetic medicine, I like to myself bring them over for an event and get them to, I mean, there are two very, very good congresses that go on mm-hmm. aesthetic medicine um, currently, but just um, just like a special event to bring them over where they can uh, interact with South African doctors and we can learn from from them. And, and in talking about the doctors and bringing over the doctors, maybe share with our listeners, what are some of the procedures that a person can, di- can get done in aesthetic medicine? So one of the most, I can't, you know, I can't say the word because it's a drug name, but it's the most popular non-surgical aesthetic medicine procedure in the world. It's, uh, they, well, we call them anti-wrinkle injections or botulinum toxin. So it's a, it's a little toxin that's injected into your frown or into um, the areas around your eyes, and it stops you from making a frown or making lines when you move. Uh, there's fillers. That's the next popular. Um, so simply that's like a sugar gel that's injected into your skin, and it lifts and it um, volumizes uh, where you've lost volume, plumps your lips, reshapes noses, Options and you get like super light versions of this filler that you can inject under the skin for fine lines and wrinkles and just give you a glow. And two other very popular treatments are uh, microneedling and uh, chemical peels. But there's so many, there's so many procedures you can have done in aesthetic medicine. So most aiming at improving um, your skin mm-hmm. and um, also the you know, restoring your lost contours of, of youth. So yeah, there's so many. There's lasers, there's laser hair removal. It's, mm-hmm. it's quite a big deal. And do you find that people are becoming more and more, uh, I wouldn't say vain, but more conscious about their physical appearance and the ability for medical aesthetics to help them uh, look younger for longer? Yes, yes. So it's becoming more and more acceptable. You know, before people were kind of shy to say they had procedures done and now um, they're more open about it and this is across the board, across the board like women and and men. Uh, it's just becoming more and more normal um, to to have these procedures done. Mm, and and, and is, it, is, it, is it because, you know, it, it has been destigmatized? We, I, like you said, there was a time where mm-hmm. people were like, oh, my word, you had plastic surgery. You know, there was a yes. stigma around it. But also now people don't have to do full-on uh, surgeries. Like you say, they can pop into, like, Dr. Banner's office, you know, get a few fillers done and this and that, and they're out of there. It's become easier. That's it. Um, so there are, you know, there are like some downtime to some of these uh, these treatments. Like there's always a risk of bruising and swelling, but a lot of the time, 
Um, it's it's a quick procedure, and people go back to work or their normal life, or you know, um, go home and and um, to their families, whatever it is. Uh, it's it's really quick and relatively safe. There are risks that you discuss with your doctor, but I think that's that's the draw card that you don't have to book off many mm. uh, weeks, and people don't have to really know what you've done. Thank you so much for for joining us. And before we let you, let you go, is there a particular code uh, or a particular mantra that you live by? Uh, <laughs> if there isn't, that's off okay. That caught me off guard. I'm like thinking, oh, what are those things I've read in Instagram? <laughs> that really caught me off guard. Um, I say a particular. I don't, you know, I don't have any anything particular. Mm. Uh, but like my belief, like this is my belief that uh, you know perseverance and um, grit and um, and hope, uh, you know, keeps me going. So even sometimes when I'm feeling down, like why am I doing what I do? Um, I I I think you know I think about why and I've got that internal drive and mm. that <clears throat> to, to motivate like my family motivates me that really keeps me going so there have been some tough situations but um, just to just to know that um, at the end there, there is there is always an end to something to something bad and uh, you know I've you know, just to keep that perseverance and grit, and you can do anything. Thank you so much. How do people get in touch with you on social media? So on social media, I'm very much active on um, on Instagram. So it's it's just Dr. Anjanabana, A-N-J-A-N-A. And um, I've also got another account called Jade Lotus Aesthetics, and the same on Facebook as well. Thank you so much. And I'm on Twitter as well. I think it's just Dr. Anjana Barna, which is easy. It's just my name. Thank you so much for joining us on Sound Awake. Eight minutes before five o'clock. Stay with us right here on Sound Awake. Almost time for us to go home, but not just yet. Here's the sounds of uh, Tendi Pendergrass with Love TKO.